Good morning folks, that's me back for episode 6 of 3 Cheers for the Red, White and Blue. Due to personal circumstances, I've not been about for the last few weeks, but that's me back now. So let's talk all things Rangers. Now apart from the Livingston game away, everything's been looking quite rosy for ourselves. We've been playing well, we've not been conceding, and things are starting to take shape and look quite good. Then it was a trip to Easter Road, which for some reason, I don't know like, I don't know if you do yourselves, but for some reason I always dread this trip. I don't know why, we always seem to play quite decent at Easter Road, but we struggle at times to get results. I don't know if it's a mind problem, mentality, it's the way we play or just work, but I went into Sunday's game and I, wasn't lo- I was looking forward to watching Rangers like I always do, but I wasn't looking forward to the game in general because I thought we could drop something here which is what we did now after watching the game like yourselves I was happy with some parts of it and unhappy with others I thought we played really well at times and I thought if we took our chances we could have won the game 3 4 2 but we didn't we, we sometimes our worst enemy Players like Connor Golson, who's been superb this season, I have to say. Big Connor's not put a foot wrong until Sunday. He's been playing outstanding. He's been keeping things simple. He's been organising the back. Then on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, halfway through the game, it's like a different person appeared. He had a brain fart. And for 15 minutes of the game, he didn't know where he was playing, who he was playing for, or what he was doing. Everything they'd done was a disaster. Now he wasn't only one of the back. He wasn't the only one of the back four. Sorry, to make mistakes. I thought the back four in general defensively were very poor, but also I thought the midfield were struggling to tidy up for them as well. To be honest with you, I didn't think we played that well, but I didn't think we played that bad either. I mean. To win the league, which is the aim this season, we all want to win the league for two reasons. One, to stop them getting 10, but two, to get us back winning stuff and not winning something for years. But I thought we looked good at times with the ball at our feet, we looked good going forward. Some of the players didn't look that sharp, some did mean they were putting two or three players in Ryan Kent because he's been our best player this season. So to nullify that, what did we do? Nothing. The manager sits there and doesn't change anything, doesn't change the system. He keeps everything the same, rigid formation. Now I think if you bring the boy Hadji into the centre of the park and you, you, take, you, might, you might take a play away from Kent because Hadji's better in the centre, well in my opinion, than he's out wide. When he's out wide, he struggles to get into the game at times. When you've seen by the quality of the set from the second goal for Scotty, the pass from... Hannes Hadji was superb, his mind is a way ahead of everybody else. We're just unlucky he's not getting the pace, because if he had the pace he probably wouldn't beat us. But his mind and reading the games away ahead of everybody else, but to stick him out wide, you're taking what he gives away, because he's, he's isolated at times. So I feel if you stick him more in the centre, but if you stick him in the centre, it doesn't play the way Gerard wants to play football. He likes his rigid 4-3-3 or 4-5 when we're defending, but... To be honest with you, that doesn't really work out. As you can see, we've got two players in midfield in Glenn Kamara and Steve Davis who are very static. I mean, I like Steve Davis. He's been a 
quality player always career and you can see his career's starting to wind down. He's still got it upstairs but his legs haven't. Now as in for Kamara, Kamara is me is one of these players to me that he's a six out of ten every week. He does nothing really wrong, but he does nothing really great. He just ticks away. He makes he's a tidy player, he's a neat player, he's a nice player, but that's where it ends. We need somebody totally different from that. And I get what Glenn Kamara offers us and he's done really well for us. But to me, he's one we could sell on, get a good bit of money for and reinvest it in the team. Because we need somebody in that position he plays who's a nasty bastard. And we've not got a nasty bastard. Um, we haven't. We need, we're too nice a football team. We get bullied and Hibs bullies all the time. And you just have to look at Hibs players smirking, smiling, throwing their weight about. Enjoying it, and we don't react. I mean, we do react. It's only really Morelos that reacts. And as you see, Miss Sunday, he get a yellow card for shouting. Whereas the house players, fucking thugs, are getting in with their elbows, high feet, whatever else, and getting yellows. and not getting any red, any red cards at all, which was shocking. But they're getting nothing. It's like the referees have been warned this season. I'm going to be better than that later, but it's been warned this season. This is an important season in Scottish football for for Celtic, as we know. It's an important season for us as well, as we have to stop them. But the refs have been warned about us as well. And I don't know about you, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking through blue-tinted glasses. Or I'm not being biased here, but in my opinion, just looking at it, I feel the refs are very biased against Rangers. I'm not just saying this for the sake of saying it. It's, you can actually see it happening before your eyes. And I've seen some manager complaining all night about not getting a penalty against Celtic. The Livingston manager complaining about the, the decisions in their match against Celtic. Now, I'm not being paranoid, but it seems to be a common theme. Now, Celtic went on about it for seasons and years and years and years. Masonic referees, this and that. Making films about it. We fucking cuckoo Tom Boyd, etc. Yet, we complain and it's like, ah, Rangers, they can forget about it. They can take it. No, it's time our club actually came out and made statements. We don't as a club. We don't fight back as a team. And it's left to us, the fans. And when we fight back about it, we just get called different names. We get told to be quiet, blah, blah, blah. Now, the time for fighting back starts now. And it starts with Stephen Gerrard. starts with Ross Wilson. And it starts with the PR team. And then it comes to the fans, because the club do nothing at all to fight back on this. Anyway, back to the game. I thought Scotty Arfield should have finished the game off for us. He had that chance. Great save, actually, by the keeper for the first one. He done. The second one was a reaction save, but Scotty never took it out his way. He had it straight in the same place. He had it the only place the keeper was going to dive. Not like Scott Arfield, and he offers us something neither the mid- none of the midfielders offer us. He gets beyond the strikers. So he's good at that part. But he should have finished that second one. But he never. But then we go back to the goals we conceded. The goals we conceded were very sloppy. They were defensive errors. I mean the first goal. Martin Boyle's first touch isn't great. Borner should have slid in and tackled him. Great giveaway a free kick. Fair enough. But go for it. He didn't. Borner stopped. And as soon as you stop and you let Martin Boyle with the ball. Martin Boyle's one of these players with a good bit of pace, especially from a starting position. So you're always going to struggle to take a ball off him. 
And as soon as he gets that ball in, we're at sixes and sevens, and the boy gets in, get, your boy runs from late mid, coming into midfield, your boy runs into the box from midfield, and he gets his shot away. Now, it's not a great shot, but he's close to the goal, and it's on target, and they score. The second goal was, ah, for a couple of mistakes. I know people are saying, that's not Tav should stop the cross. Tav was going forward because they thought the goal was going to pass out. It never happened that way. Eventually, Habs get the ball back. Granted, Boyle is offside again. And it might have been actually climbing in the back of Hellander for the goal. But this is all off and buts. We can't start saying we lose points because of referees. Yes, referees aren't great against us. The linesman was shocking against us. But it's time we actually win games off our own back. We can't keep blaming officials. We can put complaints in against certain referees and certain officials to say we don't want them to officiate our games, which is what Celtic have done over the years. And it's time we've done that. People like Kevin Clancy, Wally Collum, we don't need them refereeing Rangers games because you know when they do, nothing ever's going to ha- we're never going to get anything. But we have to win these games. We can't come away for these games feeling sorry for ourselves and that's, that's what we do. And you've got the end of the game with the house posts all happy with a point because they stopped us winning. And you've got a lad, Portius, who's as thick as fucking two planks of wood. I mean, this lad's got a bit of talent. But that's where it stops. I mean, Hibs, Hibs Twitter's trolling, everybody's saying the best young defender in Scotland or whatever. Come on, the guys. He's got a bit of talent, but he's a thug. Many times he's been sent off in his career. The boy, he's one of these chaps that's... He's not clued up upstairs, he's, he's actually just not right in the head, that young boy. And they, I don't, I'm not going to be surprised if he ends up at Celtic, that's his mentality. Anyway, I'm not blaming the officials for Sunday. They weren't great. We have to complain about them, but we have to win these games ourselves. We had enough chances, which we never took. And defensive errors cost us a game as well. We have to look at it like that. But as overall... Squad, we have to improve. Now, we've got until the 5th of October to bring players in. And I feel, since Gerrard's been there, he's improved the defence massively. He's improved the team massively, I have to say. But he's improved the defence massively. He's improved the four line massively. Now, the midfielders, we've not spent all the money in midfielders, to be fair. He's brought in a lot of players, free transfers, apart from Glenn Kamara. Which midfield is great. But they're all very similar. They all play a style Gerard likes, and you get that, and that's probably the reason we do so well in Europe because we play that type of football where it works in European games. But in Scottish games against thugs like Hibs and Dundee United, sometimes it might not work because they're out to stop you playing and out to kick you, and they're getting away with it. So that happens. Whereas that's where we have to rough it up a bit and change our tactics, but we've not got a player to that. Now I know, look at the squad of players we've got. We got a Halliday and Jason Holt. Granted, the both boys weren't good enough. But that's two players for your midfield, or for your squad anyway. And then you get a McCrory, Doherty, who I'd have kept, but that's my opinion. And Jamie Murphy, it's another three players away. Now, Ryan Jack's injured. So that leaves you with Kamara, Arfield and Davis, which is a good three, but two are growing in a career, and one turns like a pint of milk, he's very, very slow, the boy Kamara. So that leaves you, look at your squad on Sunday, and you look at your bench, and you've got Jimmy Bird Jonas, the midfielder on it. 
Now you want to tell me a club challenge for a league title and cups can sit and have one midfield put on the bench and it's Jimmy Barjonas. Whereas you look at a forward line of the bench, Atan and uh, Defoe, defenders, Edmondson, Bassey. Now we're well covered in areas, but midfield we struggle. And for some reason, they're not bringing any midfielders up. We need, a, we need a different type of midfielder. We need a midfielder who isn't maybe the most skillful passer, isn't the most creative, but somebody can stop other teams playing. We just need somebody in there that puts himself about. He's got a wee bit of aggression, a wee bit of attitude, but just stops other teams playing, and we've not got that. Now, if we had that on Sunday, I mean, it have been different. If we had that last season, it could have been different. We're too nice a team. We've got many, many nice football players. But we've got no nasty ones. And that's down to the manager and down to the recruitment team. Now Ross Wilson to me I'm not I'm not a big fan of Ross Wilson. I never have been, I never will be. But to me, Ross comes into a football club, does fantastic, puts a structure in, changes the place up, because he does know his stuff, he's got a degree in business, etc. And does all that. But he's never been part of a team that's won anything. That's my gripe with Ross. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because he's been at clubs where maybe they're not expected to win anything. But when you come to Rangers and you're not bringing in the players, you should be bringing in. And not just my opinion, this is the fans' opinion. And I know a lot of fans, we're no football managers, we're no directors of football, we're no chief executives, blah, blah, blah. But we have opinions. Right or wrong, we have opinions. And... We all see ex-players, commentators, the media, they see we are lacking in certain areas of that side, yet they're still not being plugged. Now we need probably two midfielders brought in before the window finishes. We need a right-sided midfielder and we need a centre midfielder. Because we're not strong enough depth-wise to challenge a few. I mean Celtic... They've not kicked off the season well, but they get results. They've been through this process. They know how to win ugly. We don't. So we need to win games. We need to stop beating ourselves. But there's no point in us playing Celtic. And I don't fear Celtic and winning or getting draws there and wanting to parkhead, winning it, etc. Which we've done last season, beating them the season before and thinking, this is great. And then drawing against the likes of Hibs, Livingston. It doesn't, that'll no one has the league. We need to win the league. And if we don't win the league, this is Gerard's last season. In my opinion, it's his last season. And my patience with Stephen Gerard have run out. I mean, I hope he wins the league for me, for the rest of the fans, for the club. But my opinion of Stephen Gerard is he's a stubborn manager who doesn't like to change things. And he still struggles with a plan B. And you hear all this great stuff about Michael Beale, Gary McAllister, other backroom staff. Well, these backroom staff may be great at what they do, may know a lot, but these backroom staff have got, they can't, they must sit there and think the same as us. If they don't, then they're part of the problem because they can't, they can't tell me this squad we've got and now is good enough to challenge. It's not, in my opinion, because there's something missing. And like I say, it's probably another half couple of players. But it's a mentality as well. The mentality is very weak in the Rangers side. 
when things don't go for us, the heads get down. I know a person may probably go up a wee bit of fight as Alfredo Morelos, and I still see Morelos going, I still see him leaving, I still think I'm still selling. And I think he's probably due to go, he's probably, he probably wants a way for a different challenge. I would if I was him, to be honest with you. Playing Scottish football, no matter what he does, he gets carded or he gets moaned at. I mean, some of the challenges, like the boy handling him, he's his arm. Granted, sometimes it's a yellow, sometimes it's a red. In my opinion, it was a red. I mean, if Morelos goes in like that, it's a red. The boy Portis is just a fucking animal. He's just a thug. He's not got a brain. But if Alfredo Morelos plays the way he plays, it's a red card. I mean, last season, every ground Morelos went to, the fans were screaming every time in for a challenge, wanting them booked. Yeah, when players do it to us, it's fine. That's what I mean. We're too nice. We get bullied. The only person that actually gives back some grief is Morelos, but he gets persecuted for it with the media, with the SFA, with the SPFL referees. So I think he's had enough, but we need other players in the team to back him up. But if no player on that team is going to grab, our, grab the game with Scruffy and and say, no, Rangers are winning this, we've not got that. It's still even at two each on Sunday, and we're still the tappy-tappy nonsense. I mean, you've got a boy, a tan, who you pay a couple million pounds for. And he comes on for, f- like, seven minutes in total, and that was including injury time. And you read on Twitter, he's not good enough, blah, blah, blah. This is a boy that's came from Switzerland. Playing a league, it's probably the same standard as ours, maybe not. I'm not 100% sure, because I don't watch sw- eh, sw- eh, football in Switzerland. But he's a goal scorer. He scored goals in any league you can score, in my opinion, if you can score goals, if you score goals, you can score goals. So if you look at Lauren Shankland, it might not be good enough for Rangers, but he can sc- he'll score goals wherever he is. So, he comes from a different country, a different level of football, different way of football. He comes to a place where they speak a different language, different culture, during this pandemic. Yet yeah, people want him to hit the ground running. Now, some players do and some players don't. I feel sorry for the lad because he's already been, I've read, oh, he's the next Philip Sebo. He's this, he's that. Give him a bloody chance. He's hardly been here. And it's up to the manager to give him a run of games. But will Gerard give him a run of games? That's my opinion of Gerard. All these years he's been as manager of Rangers, all these signings he's made, all the money he's spent, and apart from John McLaughlin on Sunday, that same starting 11 has been there for. God knows how long, because, well, apart from it, probably McLaughlin and Hannes, eh, Hadji. I mean, Hadji only came in, he came in last season and only came in this season, but you've got the the main thing with the other teams, eh, the team we've had for the last couple of seasons, it's, we need, these players have to get the mentality, in my opinion, to go on further. They might have, individually, but collectively they've not, they need somebody else in there, something different. Now I hear people speaking about Daniel Johnson oppressing. I don't know much about Daniel Johnson. For what I've heard and what I've seen, he looks decent. He can't be any worse than we've got, put it that way. He did a bit Lewis Ferguson Aberdeen. Lewis to me would, would be a good squad player for us, eventually being a first team player, and he would give us that bit of attitude. But Aberdeen probably wouldn't sell him to us for anywhere near two or three million. It probably would more than that, and to me, that's not worth a gamble. No, I like the boy Alan Campbell at Munnerwell. 
Gerard doesn't seem a fan of seem a fan of Scottish players. We've had a few Scottish players who's had a couple of games and he seems to have dropped. McCrory. He came in late to him at first, now Ross is away with Aberdeen obviously. We had deal to get signed permanently. Jake Hasty. I mean Jake hardly didn't run a games at all when he was shipped out. I mean Jordan Jones, don't know if that's attitude or behaviour problems, I don't know what's wrong with Jordan, but Jordan came in and started like a house on fire and then fell away. The boy Docker in my opinion never got a chance at all. He got a few games but never got a chance. I don't know if it's a homegrown thing with Gerard, the Scotchman I don't know if he likes that, the type of players. Seem to like certain players. And I don't know if it works in Scotland. I mean myself yeah, I'll, I'll watch a game on Thursday, which Rangers are playing, you always do, you want us to win. But in the long term, being honest with you, I don't care about a European run. I couldn't care less if they get put out on Thursday. Europe has no interest for me this season. To be honest with you, we're never going to win that Europa League anyway. We're never going to get to the final. We've done it under Walter, and that was a one-off. We're not going to get to the final again. No unless one, we're very, very lucky, and two, we've got a better squad of players, but we're going to get the final. I can see money-wise, and generating funds, it's good for us. But the last two seasons, the European one has been tremendous. Yet the league forum, after Christmas, has been shocking. So I would sacrifice a European one, and put all our eggs in this basket and win this league. Or try and challenge for the league, because if we don't, it's curtains for Gerard, It's curtains for his management team. But as a club, big enough, strong enough, and rich enough to pay them all off because they're all in good salaries, and they've got a longer contract there next season. They've got a contract longer than beyond next season. Now, to me, if you can win a league in three years at Angels, you have to go, especially when the money you spent because you've been mailed back compared to other managers. But will he go? Will he stay? Or will he go? That's my thing. I mean, if he, won, if he won the league, he could go as well. He could get a good job in England. It's good on him. I wouldn't bother me if he won the league and then left. Because he won as a league. But if he doesn't win the league, I don't want him to be there for a fourth season. Because it's deja vu. You see the same stuff happening every game. You've seen it in the Habs game. You've seen it in the Levy game. The mentality drops. The heads go down when we struggle. And we're very predictable. I mean, any team playing Rangers at this moment in time, press our centre-backs and you've got a chance. Press our, press our defenders, because they all take too long in the ball. They want to pass it about, especially the two centre-backs. The boy Hellander comes forward with the ball, which I like to see. But Hellander running for the back by the midfielders to pass the ball, to me, is fine. But doing it a lot isn't, because you, you need somebody in the middle of the park. That's, that's how I put the boy Hadji in the middle. I'm not seen as a centre-mid. Probably number 10. But as we all know, number 10, they can drop deep and get the ball. Now Hadji's got a good range of passing, so he's sticking in the centre. He's reading the game superb, his touch is superb, and he can see things other players can't. Stick him out wide, you take part of his game away from him and he struggles because he's not getting any pace. They go by someday and that's what they want, plus he cuts inside, and there's a big gap there for attacking teams, and it's left it on to Tav, and you all know with Tav as well, Tav likes to get forward. So we need somebody in the right side of midfield, we need somebody in the centre midfield. To me, you either play Ryan Jack and Stephen Davis, one of the two, with your new midfielder. Because the two of them don't work because they're very similar. 
and they don't give you enough goal. You need somebody in midfield that's box to box, puts his foot in and come up with a goal. We don't need somebody that comes in and can dribble and can pass and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be nice. We want a complete midfielder, but we're playing in Scotland. You don't get a complete midfielder in here. If you do, they end up selling it to somebody else. So we need somebody, even if it's a young, young lad, or young, sorry, a young lad, or somebody with a, a veteran, somebody a wee bit older with experience, but we need somebody to come in, sit there, wee bit of steel, wee bit of aggression, and wee bit of bite. We've not got any bite. You look at Celtic, and I know, I don't like mentioning them either, but you have to look at what they do, because they win the league. And most of the score brown, yeah, he's a fucking arsehole. But he's the type of player we're missing. Because he's got a nastiness about him. He pulls his teammates together. And when he feels his teammates are getting bullied, they're feeling under pressure, he's straight in there, winding the players up and taking attention for his teammates onto him. Because he can wind players up and laugh it off. Whereas we've not got somebody like that. We've got nobody at all like that. I think the last person I'd like that was probably Barry Ferguson. Ian Ferguson. And when's the last midfield that we had with a bit of bite? Really? When we've had Fernando Rickson, who was a fight back to start with, became a midfielder, but we've nobody with a bit of bite. Nobody whatsoever. Over the last few seasons, we've had midfielders that's been comfortable in the ball, nice and tidy players, but nobody teams are, well, I'm not going to tackle him, he's a bit of a madman, we've not got that anymore. So that's what we're lacking. So between now, hopefully in the next league game, Motherwell away, which is going to be a hard one, because we always struggle at Fur Park. So we do, because they bullies as well. So we need to go to Fur Park on Sunday, hopefully, with one or two new additions. But I don't see the new additions coming. I still feel we need to sell players before they can bring anything in. That's why, to me, Barker should be away. Jones has to go then. But we end up going to have a squad to a very small squad, but to be Gerard doesn't really rotate his squad anyway, which he should, and a big disaster was Kamar Roof's injured, so I thought he was starting to want it a game as well, but you don't know how long he's about for it, you just hope it's not the same amount of time he was out when he was at Anderlecht, because he got an injury there and then he was out for a long time, so I'm hoping it's not the same, I, I felt right enough, I did say, on Thursday night, why is he playing? We were playing... Lincoln Redimps away in Gibraltar. Didn't have to play Kamaruf. We could beat them with a good few changes. If we didn't, we didn't deserve to go through. But we should have. But to play Yeruf again, give my boy a rest. He's come into the team. Like I say, he came in for another play another country. New style of football. Give him a rest and bring him in for you. I've been happy I'm playing against Hibs on Sunday. Yeah, he probably got injured with their tackles, but I've been happy if he was there. And some of the players. And I would give the boy a tenner on it on Thursday night. You have to. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't like I said earlier, if you get beaten Thursday, I'll not be unhappy. I'll be actually, I'll not be happy either because I don't like to see us get beat. But I'll be relieved that we can concentrate in the league. Because this is a league title we need. Not just for what we all know it's for, but we need to win something. And we need to win this league title because Gerard needs it. The club needs it. But most importantly, the fans need it. Now, thanks for listening. Uh, probably a bit rushed this morning. I'm just doing this on my phone. 
all my equipment has died. Uh, that's what you get when you buy equipment for eBay. But anyway, if anybody wants to get in touch, go for a few things. Even just send me some jokes, opinions, reviews, whatever. Contact me on Twitter or send me an email. Okay, but anyway, keep your heads up, boys. And remember, we are the people. Take care. Bye.